imagine celebrating your success going on holidays having bonfire on the beach with your loved ones unfortunately most entrepreneurs experience burnout within the first year but what is it that makes others succeed i'm your host kajal khurana call me kk join me as we have fireside chats with experts who have insider secrets around how to rest rejuvenate recharge and be bonfire entrepreneurs hello and welcome back to bonfire entrepreneurs this is your host kk once again we have an amazing guest today our guest is a cyber security consultant with two decades of experience he designs mobile security apps he is also a real estate investor employee turned entrepreneur and he is amin kazora welcome to our show amin thank you kazora thank you for accepting my invitation thank you for the invitation thank you so amin please tell our listeners who amin kazora is sure i can start at the beginning my parents are lebanese palestinian i was born in kuwait at the age of 11 right before the war in the middle east my parents decided to migrate to canada to the french part of canada so the quebec area and uh, i've been raised in quebec for the past uh, 31 years wow that's amazing in your introduction i said that you are, you are an employee turned entrepreneur please tell mm-hmm. us about your journey how did you become an entrepreneur what made mm-hmm. you switch um, to a job full time job yeah i was working for a small medium sized company for 5 years when i finished school and i wanted to get into the corporate world i started applying for jobs i got accepted i started in 2005 for a large corporation in uh, the montreal area and about 2 years later there was a massive layoff mm-hmm. almost 1000 people were laid off in one day in that corporation and i saw people of all ages 30 40 50 60 being laid off you know men and women and it was the first time for me seeing grown ups crying and and being sad and freaking out about how they're going to provide for their families so that really affected me mm-hmm. and um and i realized that i didn't want to be in that situation later on so i started reading book about business how to become an entrepreneur and investor one of my friends suggested the book uh, rich dad poor dad by robert right. kiyosaki yes and that was a game changer for me i was an employee i had a lot of debt i think over $20,000 of debt might not sound a lot for some people but for me which it was year, a lot which of money. year was this like this was in 2007 okay before the recession okay yeah and uh, when i read the book i realized that i had to get into real estate right. so the bank didn't want to loan me any money because i had debts and i didn't have enough income so i had to come up with you know a creative way to get the money i started contacting my friends my family my cousins my parents I collected money from everyone. I paid wow. off my debts. I sold my car. I had a car that was worth uh, maybe fifteen thousand at the time. Yeah, you see my priorities. I was more focused on cars mm-hmm. than investing <laughs> in real estate. I was able to come up with a down payment. The bank uh, wanted forty-five thousand of uh, down payment and no debts, so I had to come up with almost sixty-five thousand in less than a month. And I was able to do it. I uh, purchased my first revenue property. It was three units. I got a feel for real estate. I started liking it. 
I realized, yes, investing for long term is a good thing, but also dealing with the tenants, providing a place to live. So it's creating value. You know, it's something I never knew about real estate. And then uh, I bought my first condo a couple of months later. Then I helped my parents buy their, their first revenue property a few months later. So 2007 was a big year for me in terms of uh, real estate investing. This, this, is, this was the door opener. Mm-hmm. And I was still working in the corporate world. You know, my, my first revenue property was actually costing me money every month because the rent didn't cover the payments. Because right. the interest rate back then was a bit higher than now. So I had right. to come up with two $300 every month from my pocket. So I was living on a very tight budget, very strict. You know, I, I couldn't go out, couldn't you know, have fun, party with the, my friends. and No socializing. Social life was, was out of, Question. yeah, <laughs> was out of commission for that short period of time. And then uh, another friend of mine gave me a CD called The Secret, The Law right. of Attraction, the right. same year, because he saw me like, you know, I, was, I wanted to take my life to the next level. I was working on my finances. I wanted to be financially free. So he's like, hey, you know what? Mindset is very important too. You know, you're focusing too much on work and money and business, but look at the mindset aspect of it, the perceptions, the vision, the, you know, designing your life, writing down what you want, making a plan. So I watched that documentary and and it was also a a game changer for me as well. I understood the law of attraction and Mm -hmm. I was kind of doing it, but not properly. It wasn't structured. Once I saw this uh, documentary, I understood that there was a recipe, you know, I had to write down everything on paper. My mm-hmm. one-year plan, two, three, five, ten. And since 2007, I started the plan and I still have my Excel spreadsheet uh, <laughs> with every year since 2007. Everything I accomplish, everything I want to accomplish. And, you know, some people make fun of that documentary, mm-hmm. but it's not about wishing. It's about maybe wishing, writing down and taking action. Taking action is the most important part. Absolutely. We can watch documentaries and YouTube videos and self-development and, you know, personal uh, improvement all day long. But if we don't take action, nothing will happen. Absolutely. So, so I like taking action, you know? Right. Amazing. It creates, it creates momentum. Absolutely. <clears throat> I really like that you mentioned two very, very important points here, especially for entrepreneurs, the mindset. Mm. One is the mindset. It is so yeah. important that you need to be strong and stay focused on your goal, your object, where you want to reach because people keep changing their mind. You know, they fall for all the different courses and, you know, but keep buying books, but they never read or they never implement the courses they buy. So the second mm-hmm. very important, you, uh, important point you mentioned was the action part. Most yes. of us fail to take action. We start our online business. We want to become an entrepreneur. And then, you know, we go low on our energy. Sometimes we get into the rabbit hole. We lose vision. Then the mind starts talking about negative things. And then, you know, we don't implement. So amazing. So uh, I'm sure it wasn't so easy as much as you made it sound easy. What were the struggles? Oof. (laughs) It was so scary back then. Because it was all new territory. It wasn't part of my comfort zone. So I had to step out. My heart was always racing for, uh, you know, a couple of months. Right. Every time I was taking action, I was worried. I was, you know, am I doing the right thing? You know, no one in my family or my entourage, my friends has done this. So in French, we say, uh, which means like I'm, I'm going into a new path. Right. But uh, today I realized that all the magic is outside of the comfort zone. Absolutely. And we see that often, you know, in, in posts on social media and stuff. 
and it's true. I, I live it every day. Absolutely, absolutely. To achieve something, you have to come out of your comfort mm-hmm. zone. Amazing. And so, one thing I learned is uh, when we feel the fear, it means we're on the right track. Oh, nice. <laughs> I yeah. love that. So what were your exact struggles? Of course, you may mention you had fears. Mm. Apart yes. from that, did you, were you feeling burnt out or were you feeling like you wanted to give up? You know, you were not uh, very sure. Like, of course, there mm. were fears, but were there also uncertainties which were leading to burnouts or anything? Well, of- the thing is, uh, my, my dad was working in Kuwait. Right. Uh, like, we migrated to Canada, then my dad left. My mom stayed here with us. We're four siblings. I have me, my sister, and then my brother, and then another brother. So we're... We're four total. And uh, my mom was taking care of us. And from the job I was working, I realized that if I wanted to get married with my fiance at the time, I had to be able to provide for myself and I wanted to provide for my mom. Just in case things, you know, something happens in Kuwait, my dad wasn't able to provide. So I was a bit stressed. Like I wanted to build my life. I wanted to make sure my parents were okay because my parents are more, you know, from the Middle Eastern culture with the, with the Middle Eastern mentality. So investments, you know, the stocks worry them a bit. Real estate, they're worried that the tenants won't pay the rent. All these yeah. stories, you know, that we hear. So, but luckily, they were open-minded enough for me to refinance one of their properties, their main house, and then buy them properties on the side. So this was the plan. I told my mom, look, I'm not sure I'll be able to take care of you. So may I do something for you that will set you financially free later on when you retire? She's like, okay, what's your plan? So I showed her the plan. I I got an accountant to run all the numbers. I sent the document to my dad and my dad approved. So we refinanced the property. We got the loan. We we got them their first revenue property. It was a fourplex, four four unit. They still have it till this day. Nice. Uh, The property doubled in value. My, My dad was able to actually refinance it because he came to Canada a few years ago. He, right. he, was, he was able to refinance it. He bought a business. He, he scaled the business. And now he's thinking of selling that business, buying more commercial real estate and expanding. So you know what? I'm very grateful for what happened for me and for them. Right. Because right now I don't have to worry about taking care of my parents. And some of the big struggles I had was my main focus was more on uh, finances, self-development, business development, getting out of the, the rat race which is like quitting my job and becoming an entrepreneur. But another area that I was suffering with a lot was the relationships, you know, that my love life was suffering. I was what we call uh, emotionally, emotionally constipated. I couldn't express my emotions. I was blocked. You know, I was programmed from a young age that boys or men must not express their emotions. They can't show their sad or they can't cry so a lot of these things were bottled up you know right and that affected my relationship a lot with the people I you know I I didn't have many serious relationships in my life and the ones I had I I loved them and things didn't work out unfortunately in the past so the story was I was with a girl for nine years my ex-fiance and at some point things weren't working out so she broke up with me and she was kind enough to send me an email telling me why she had broken up with me right And the first time I looked at it, my ego was so out of control that I'm like, okay, no, you know what? No, I don't believe you. It's your fault. It's not, it's not, it has nothing to do with me. And then uh, when I came out of that relationship, I was out of the game. So I didn't know how to date, how to talk to girls. I was shy. I was overweight. I had cholesterol problems. My blood pressure was high. 
So I figured, okay, before getting into the dating world, let me get in shape. Right. So, so I started researching. I went to see my doctor, my nutritionist. I, I consulted fitness coaches and no one gave me the same recipe. It was different recipes. So I was frustrated, you know? So I started researching online and then I found one guy. He, he was a bodybuilder and it seemed like the formula was working for him. So I chucked everything everyone had told me and I followed his recipe. Right. And his recipe worked perfectly to the letter. Like I followed it to the letter. I lost weight. I started losing weight. I started gaining muscle. My confidence level went up. So I figured, you know what? If I'm too shy to talk to girls, maybe if they see that, you know, I'm attractive physically, they'll come talk to me. So <laughs> nice during time. that period, yeah. <laughs> so, so during that period, I wasn't at my top shape. My friends wanted to go on vacation. I went with them. I was still a bit overweight. You know, I still had some health and physical things I wanted to work on. I was on the beach. I saw some people that were really in good shape. And I looked at them I'm like, you know what? This is the last time I go on vacation where I'm not in the best shape of my life. So I made a commitment to myself. I came back home after a week, you know, from the vacation. And I started taking it way more seriously. Nutrition, fasting, cardio, muscle building. And I, I understood the differences between each, you know. The difference between, like cardio is more to train the heart. Weight lifting is more to build the muscle. Nutrition was about to trim the fat. Because in the beginning, it was all confusing. I thought right. cardio would make me lose weight. But in, in reality, cardio, yes, burns a bit of calories, but it's more to train the heart, you know? Right. So I got in shape. I started dating again. You know, my confidence level started going up. I fell in love with one of the girls I was dating. We dated for almost a year. And then things fell apart again. She broke up with me. And she was also kind enough to send me an email telling me why she had broken up with oh me. Oh, my God. And, and this is when I had my aha moment, you know? Ah. The, the epiphany, the light bulb turned on. Interesting. <laughs> so I compared the two emails and it was like a photocopy. Oh. So, yeah. Did they knew each other? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> different culture, different everything. Like a okay. few years apart. Um, interesting so it's very interesting how you are mm -hmm. tying up all three things you know a health yeah. wealth and relationship i think for entrepreneurs also they need to focus on all three not only mm. you know thinking about making money 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 all the time yes. you have yes. to have it's like a triangle but this mm -hmm. triangle needs to be parallel right your health yes. your money and your relationships if yeah. all three are in good shape, then I think you're more productive and you can achieve your success faster, right? Big so time. how can you help new entrepreneurs? Like mm -hmm. those who are in probably your industry, you know, entrepreneurs yeah. who are scaling up their business. How can yeah. you help them with social securities? I mean, social well, media. It, 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 so if I had to give, let's say, a tip on one tip for cybersecurity, I would say a password manager is very important. Manage your passwords properly and use unique passwords for each website. So for all the social media accounts, your email account, cloud storage, backups, anything, use unique passwords. Because if one site gets compromised and you're using the same password, well, a hacker can take that password and access all your other accounts. I get This is the number one call I get from friends, family, small businesses, and even large corporations. It's... Uh, Hey, our account got hacked. Someone ordered something from our eBay account. Someone's ordered the phone under our, uh, our credit uh, card. Yeah, it's, they use the same password. So 
Number one advice, please use unique passwords. And if you can, use a password manager because the password manager will tell you the strength of your password. It will calculate. It will give you a score. And then you can optimize as you go, you know. And another thing is... But how safe it is to save your passwords on cloud or any kind of software? How safe is There is a risk. It's as safe as any other website. So it can get compromised as well. And that's why it's important to have two-factor authentication. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're, you're familiar yeah. with two-factor. SMS, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it could be SMS, it could, be, email. An app, it could be a hardware, it could be an email. The minimum minimum is SMS. It's, it's not recommended SMS because, you know, even uh, SMS messages could be compromised. But it's better than having a single-factor authentication. Mm-hmm. So let's say a password manager gets compromised. If they don't have the, the second component, they can't get in. Like I can give you an example. A month ago, someone hacked my Instagram account. Oh, but they couldn't get in because there was two-factor authentication. And then I realized out of my 120 different online accounts, it was the only password I had forgotten to change in the past year. Mm-hmm. So, so I, you I recommend, my passwords. You recommend that we frequently change our passwords as well as an entrepreneur? Minimum once a year for wow. all the accounts. And it's yeah. an opportunity to do the inventory of what we have as websites, close down accounts we don't use anymore, update right. our information, remove credit card information. So yeah, right. it's, it's very important to have an inventory and visibility of all our online accounts. That's amazing. I'm learning so much as well. So what I do is I write down my passwords and then login name rather than using, you know, internet, because I think at yeah. least that is safer than I use the old method because yeah. yes, definitely we are using so many apps and so many websites and logins. I hardly remember my passwords everywhere, you know. Mm-hmm. So, And I was not doing this before I started my online business because I was not so much active on social media. But since last few years, I've been having different, different accounts like Zoom is there, Stripe is yeah. there, website is there, lead pages, all these. So as you upscale, I think it's very important that you mm-hmm. have to secure this, which is an amazing point you just made. Mm-hmm. But also I write them down on a piece of paper, you know, for yeah. the traditional way. Would you recommend that? It's probably the most secure way, especially if you keep your notebook in a safe at night where, you know. <laughs> We're in Singapore. We're very <laughs> but, safe. Yes. We're very safe. Don't worry. <laughs> so, so there is advantages and disadvantages of having your passwords offline. Right. And, uh, but the advantage of having a password manager online is that anytime you log into a website or an app, automatically fills in the username and password for you. So you never have to remember any of the passwords. Oh, yeah. That's Honestly, what I do. I just remember one password. Mm. And, you know, we use the word password all the time. Maybe it's better to use passphrases, you know? Like, I'll give you an example. Uh, The sky is purple, 2020 dollar sign. Mm. It's a word. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a couple of words. There's some numbers. There's a special character at the end. I think some uh, you websites can have uppercase, do encourage. Yeah, yeah. Some some yeah, websites yeah, yeah. don't like. They need to have one sign, one number, one caps, and mm-hmm. one. You know, some websites do that to keep it. Yes, the the oh, password yeah. complexity. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it will show you how strong your password is. It goes yes. greener and greener as you you know have yes. more and more options. I have noticed yes. that as well. Because uh, I also I'm also into cryptocurrency mining. So mm-hmm. we use the same hardware to decrypt password. If a password is let's say eight characters in less. It takes a few seconds to decrypt it. That's why it's important to have a long password as well. Maybe 12 characters, 10 to 12 characters minimum. I have passwords that are 20, 30 characters. 
right. as well. So what happens, like, for example, I want to ask this question for myself, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm sure our listeners will also benefit. I have people working for me as a freelancer because I'm not a technical savvy person. I'm a coach yeah. and I want to focus on things which I am good at my skills, you know, health and wellness and productivity and mindset. So I mm-hmm. outsource my work like web designing or audio editing and uploading things on my social media platform. So I have given my passwords to a couple of people who work for me as a freelancer. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's not secure. What do we do? Unable to factor authentication and change yes, the passwords it. on a regular basis. It's, it's the only thing you can do. Okay. okay. And ask them, ask them as well to not use the same password for other clients. No, they don't or, use. I have created all the accounts, but okay. I have given them the passwords because they need to log into Stripe and all this. But yes, mm-hmm. I have the authentication, especially for Stripe and some platforms like Mailchimp and you know mm-hmm. Active Campaign, Lead Pages, but not all though. So amazing! It's an, it's such an amazing information. I mean, you have shared today with our listeners, and this is all the time we have for this episode. Tell our listeners one best piece of advice, especially the entrepreneurs, what should they do? I know you have already said that, you know, having passwords and securing them. And, but mm-hmm. apart from that, when they're scaling up, what do you think they should do as a first thing? I would say online visibility is very important. Right. You know, set up, set up your social media structure, the platforms. If you're afraid of doing video, do audio, podcasts, just get out there. You know, people need your, your services. So right. don't be there. Just uh, feel the fear and do it anyway. There's, there's a book actually written on that. Right. And uh, if you manage your passwords properly, then you won't have headaches right. uh, down the line. Make sure you have backups of all your stuff, your images, your documents, you know, either on, on a cloud backup or on a hard drive. So backups is very important. You don't want to end up losing everything that you... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Data is very important. Right, right. It's amazing because these days most of us work with freelancers, you know, as you're scaling mm. up and you don't have people in the same country, you don't have an office and you outsource work to Philippines or Sri Lanka or India, you know, any part yeah. of the world. People are working yeah. online. I think it's very important. These two things, two tips, guys, I hope this will add value to your business about your passwords and also how important it is to secure your data. Oh, may I add one more thing? Yes, please. (laughs) I like when I outsource uh, work to to different countries, I like to create them an account that I manage, an email account that they can use. And I share with them Dropbox. So everything is centrally managed, centrally backed up. Right. Uh, or Google you know, Drive. I use Google Drive. Google Drive. Uh, yes. Google uh, Drive. There's one drive as well. Right. Amazing. So it's collaboration tools. Right. Absolutely. Amazing. I mean, please tell our listeners where can they find you if young entrepreneurs who are growing and they're scaling up and if they want your help, uh, your mm-hmm. consultation, please tell our listeners where can they find you? I'm available on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. Um, IG. Yeah, of course. And uh, YouTube. Okay. I'm building my YouTube now. So, so. Right, right. And uh, the website is aminkazura.com. So that's okay. A-M-I-N. Kazura is K-A-Z-O-U-R-A.com. Or just kazura.com. Okay. K-A-Z-O-U-R-A. R-A. And they can that's find correct. you on Facebook as well, right? So guys, I'm yes. going to put uh, Amin's contact links in the description. So show description below. If you would like to talk to him, get his advice when you're scaling up 
or even if you want when you're not scaling up you're starting up and you want to understand about cybersecurity data protection he is the guy he has been working in this industry for 20 years i'm sure he can add value and also save you from a lot of troubles thank you amin it was lovely talking to you thank you kiki same here thank you take care have a great day you too bye bye thank you so much for listening do you know fragrance remains in the hands that gives rose would you please share this episode with your entrepreneur friends so we can help each other escape burnout increase productivity and achieve our goals faster also let me know what topics you want me to cover in our future episodes at info@bodymindsolution.com would you please take a moment to rate and review this show that would mean the world to me and yes don't forget to subscribe this is your host kk until next time take care bye bye